the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. And it's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. Especially so because the very first football game of the season for our Apopka Blue Darters is this weekend. It's actually Saturday at 4 p.m. against National Power Booker T. Washington of Miami in my Traz Powell Stadium. Kickoff 4 p.m. This- We'll be talking, of course, about the preseason game at length. We'll be talking about the entire preseason um, and, of course, what Blue Darter fans can expect and what they should look for in this brand-new football season, 2019. Of course, one of the first things we will, will look for is a, uh, a brand-new coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Pleased to be joined by Pete Paquette today. Pete, great to have you here back at Porky's. Oh, I'm pleased to be back here at Porky's. Well, always a beautiful day out here. Boy, we've got some great weather. We're out on the front porch talking blue dart football. It's that time of the year. Roger, I'm excited. Glad you're here. Is, yeah. you know, of course, we miss Joe. Joe is uh, on special on another one of those special, special assignments, assignments that he goes on from time to time. <laughs> Don't quite know what those special assignments are, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's up to something. Of course, give a shout out to Pete, uh, to... Uh, Steve White, yep, Steve. proprietor here at Porky's. He just businessman of the year, I will say. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, and awarded by the Boy yeah. Scouts as well, and uh, yeah. very well deserved. So great food, great conversation. Come join us. This is going to be a busy day. Fridays are always busy anyway here at Porky's, and that's going to be coming up a little bit. They're just opening their doors, but always fresh food and always delicious, and lots of uh, lots of places to need some weight there. Yeah, it's kind of breezy out here, which is nice. Beautiful weather out here, but time to talk about the big weekend coming up for the Blue Darters, right? The Blue Darters and, let's not forget, um, high school football around the state of Florida from Pensacola to Key West kicks off this weekend. Most of the games are tonight. Yes, that's true. Of course, ours, which is special. It's a true preseason classic because it matches two of the the most successful programs in the state of Florida. Um, That'll be actually on Saturday. It's part of a a bigger, uh, kind of a big deal, if you will. Down there in Miami, it'll be a part of a doubleheader. Two other outstanding teams, um, you know, highly recognized, highly yeah. rated teams will play after we do. Very excited about quite a contingent of a Popkins Blue Darter fans heading to Miami. I know you included. Sorry we're not able to do the broadcast this weekend, folks, but I know, Roger, you're going to keep people uh, apprised of what's going on, the scores and all that stuff on social media. Yeah, look forward to your- Keeping them up to date on Facebook. Yeah, excellent, excellent. 
And before we go further, friends, I want to let you know, let, it, let our sponsors for Apopka Blue Darter Football, and one more uh, note of interest, if you will. And, of course, John Perry, we look forward to being joined by John Perry on the phone later today. Oh, now, great. He, okay. He's hard at work preparing the Apopka Chiefs <laughs> he's annual make the preseason trip too. edition. Right. right. Uh, yes, that's right. So looking forward to that he's, as well. He's uh, diligently at his computer, you know, uh, ensconced in his office as we speak, but he uh, will yeah. break away for about uh, 10 minutes or so to, to talk to us on the phone. That'll be great and always excited to uh, be able to pr- uh, announce and, and promote our upcoming preview as well our 1520 WBZW Blue Darter preview which will be happening next week we'll keep people apprised of the uh, exact times that that'll be airing but it's going to be you and John and the coach and some other input and stuff like that too all talking about the preseason game and very exciting so uh, look forward to that we love doing that every year special uh, special program exactly and if you want to uh, really get a great overview of not just a popular Blue Darter football, but especially high school football in general, but especially a Popka football, and that would include Wekaiba High as well. Um, I urge you to get the Popka Chief football. It's always a, a, a major source in preparation for our Blue Darter football season and games and, uh, and other high school football uh, teams as well. Yep. And that'll be that'll actually be out next Friday. In next, the next Friday, Friday this, Chief. at this very same time. Now, right. now, before we go and start talking about uh, the Apocalypse Blue Rider football, the game this weekend, etc., I do want to let you know, and we're, you know, one other point of note of interest, we will not be on the air, as Pete said, tonight. And then next Friday, a kind of a, an unusual situation, which is when, you know, across Florida, all the other high schools will begin their official football season. Uh, and the games this week are preseason games. They're not counted on the season record. Uh-huh. essentially exhibition uh-huh. games. Okay. Uh, but the official... You know, free season kicks off next Friday, but we work. You know, it's interesting, and normally it's during the season or actually at the end of the year. Right. It's end kind of, of a schedule, strange situation but, not but, to have that first week yeah, game. Yeah. But, Is that uh, kind of a redo? Is that kind of an, uh, because think, of the movement John, around? A John can of speak to it. Um, from what I got from John, both on and off, off the air, uh, uh, that was something that OCPS, um, yeah, that was it, their decision. They jumped in there will. and did that. But you know what? This Isn't that going to be pretty advantageous, though, after this big trip to Miami? Coming per- back, you'll have two weeks I, to prepare. I I, th- I think so. Um, you know, I guess you could debate both sides of it. I think for the fans, you know, you, they're anxious to get going. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. From the the fan part of me, you know, regrets that we won't won't have a game. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna sit there and, ah. and the broadcaster part, but. And we were scheduled to play Jones, which we're still going to play Jones, but we're just going to move him back into the middle of the season okay. um, in October, the first Friday in October. And that would have been a tough game. That would have been a tough season opener on the road, uh, Jones on the road after after playing exactly. in Miami. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a big game. You don't know what the team's going to be like. You don't know what injuries. And so if even if, if there are, if it's a pretty For physical a coach, game. Right. You know, transition, yeah. new assistant coaches, new offense. <laughs> play two state power. Hours yeah. on the road, back-to-back, was going to be a brutal way for Coach Rolson to start. You know, maybe later on down the road in the season, but not the first two weeks of school. So I, I, I kind of like the two-week layover and uh, get ready for uh, for the next big uh, matchup. And one more point about that game, too, the Jones game. As I said, we'll continue to play Jones. We're just going to play him later in the season what, on what was originally scheduled as our bye week, uh, which is the first Friday in October. But that's going to be a big deal. That's going to have that that classic game um, atmosphere around it. It will be at Camping World Stadium okay. in downtown Orlando. Now, are they still working on their uh, field then? Or are they just going to do, or is that your home field now? Jones. Where's that? 
I, I'm not. Sh- I don't think it's their home field, but but I'm okay. really not sure. So a special edition of that because I know I've been to a, in the last couple of years went to a game there. I think with I was there for some reason, and it was and it was at Camping World Stadium at the time. I thought it was Jones was getting their you know getting their stadium redone and all that stuff. But right, it was so. But uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. I was kind of under had the thought that they had their own their own football field. But yeah, um, yeah. But that's cool. But camp not. setting. It kind of gives the players that big stadium feel. It's a kind of a different ball game there. And also, of course, Jones is a top-notch program. They've even a, you know, obviously incredibly long history uh, at Jones High School. And um, but then in most recent years, their coach is Elijah Williams, who's an outstanding coach. He um, had several successful stints over across the street from Jones over at Oak Ridge High School. Mm, okay. Uh, both times he took over losers and within instantly turned them into to big-time winners. And so he's a coach at Jones now, and he's uh, well-known for attracting a lot of top-notch talent to Jones, and he's he's well-known for a very aggressive op- – he's an, uh, known as a – Outstanding reputation as, as an offensive coach, so that'll be a very interesting, interesting game. Interesting at, at dynamic. But we've got Booker T. Washington to get through first, and that's going on tomorrow. Is that a, an afternoon game, Roger? It's I a four it p.m. Is, right? kickoff, okay. and in fact, that's one thing I want to emphasize too is that you know, originally it, it was scheduled for later in the day, uh-huh. um, which I think might have been one of the reasons that we're not doing it. Cause at one point, it would have been, you know, it kind of uh, became a scheduling conflict it, a little bit. But, yeah. but then. Yeah. Um, you know, in, I guess within the last week or so, literally, um, it's been moved to 4 p.m. It's good because yeah, we'll yeah. have a chance to, to get down there and and, and, and get, get back maybe at, at, a, at a reasonable hour. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But very exciting. You're going to make the road trip. Booker T. Washington, they are. And, of course, Hapopka has been as well. As you said, two big powerhouses in, in this a preseason matchup. Kind of a unique format, too. You were telling me. Yeah, it's it's a, a true, for lack of a better word, quote unquote, classic format. You know, I I think there are going to be other festivities surrounding these games. Uh-huh. I suspect that uh, Miami media will cover it extensively. So yeah, this is not this is just it goes above and beyond just the regular preseason game. It's it's a really big deal, especially down there in Miami. Now we don't see a lot of that coverage, obviously being up here, but but um, you know, it, it, it's part of a, kind of that the spectacular, if you will, will atmosphere yeah yeah and um yeah right now booker t washington is um well first of all you know football in miami and and miami-dade county um is is some of the best you know football in in the country and it has been for for many years Yeah, yeah decades um so that's you know you know anytime you play anybody from Miami Dade County they're going to be tough, but even within the Dade County Miami area, Booker T Washington is one of the elite programs. For it, for example, you know I don't want to build them up to, to be too big, to, too much, but right, still, yeah, these are just yeah. these are just facts. But we also you know, have to remember too they're different. They're in a different size too. Last time I saw them were four A. Um, I wouldn't put too much stock in that because they play a schedule, you know. Of, of much bigger teams okay. generally, and and as I understand, you know they have a, a, a actually up until about a week ago, they had a legend. And that's part of the story. They had a legendary coach, uh, Coach uh, Tim Harris. 
Tim Ice Harris, who uh, Ice. won uh, multiple state championships. Uh-huh. He won their first state thousand and seven. Uh, he stepped away from the program to go over to the University of Miami and coach as an assistant. His son Tim Jr. took over and won another state championship. Um, then, then uh, another one of his players won another state championship oh, wow. okay. as the head coach. So, but anyway, they've got five state championships on their resume in two thousand thirteen. Booker T. Washington was proclaimed national champion by USA Today. Okay. Now, now that was a poll, not a playoff, but but still, you know, one thing. So it, you know, it's an opinion of sports writers, but at the same time, you know, it's certainly a sign of, of prestige. Yeah. Uh, for 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 any program. It's also the same year, Opka and Booker T. Run their respective championships, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we were 12 and 14, but but we game in 13. Right, and they did too. Right. They won the 4A. We won the 8A. But we won it in 12 and 14. We, we oh, lost not in, thir- in 13. We lost in 13. Oh, man. But we played okay. in the ga- well, we we game. But we played there. Right. Yeah. We played. Yeah. Exactly. They were playing at Camping World Stadium during the same series of championship right. games yeah. that they we were playing. They were doing playing. the 4A championship, and they won the 4A championship. And then we came so close uh, in the 8A. But uh, but that's going to be a big uh, big trip, a big game tomorrow. State championship caliber program. Now, a little bit. Last year, they were uncharacteristically 5 and 6. They did make the playoffs. They lost in the surround of the playoffs. But. Uh, um, but anyway, that gives you um, and that factors into how they're going to be right now. Now, we'll say, to go to break, that in terms of Booker T. Washington, um, their coach, Tim Ice Harris, actually resigned uh, within the last week to take the head coaching job at Florida Memorial College, who are going to be reviving their football program. Who, I mean, a, a little bit of instability has been thrown into the mix here on the Booker T. Washington side. Yep, yep. And, and it can be instability, and it might bode well. We don't know, but we'll have to see how that. But we've got a, a lot to talk about. Of course, the new coach, you want to talk about the yeah, next yeah, segment, right? Time for us right? to talk about, about our, our coach, Excellent, of yeah. Now, and so we'll take a, a quick break. When we come back, Pete and I will continue to be with you. He's on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day to be in a pocket Blue Darter. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe. Excuse me, joined by Pete Paquette today. <laughs> Joe Ferraro, I'm Joe's sidekick, is another on uh, another one of his special assignments. Look forward to having Joe back again soon. Uh, but right now, it's great to have Pete joining us up here at Porky's. We're getting our weekend started off just right with lunch. We're talking totally about a popka blue daughter football today, and of course, to bring you up to date uh, to, to tonight, this weekend. Mostly tonight. For us, it'll be Saturday at 4 p.m. in Miami. But um, all of the high school football teams in Florida kick off their football season. This week are preseason games. I refer to them as exhibition games. Um, they're uniforms, referees, under the lights, everything except the games don't account, don't count in the official standings. Right, right. Actual official regular season begins next Friday. For most teams in Florida, we'll have a bye week, which we're talking about. And then two weeks from today, we will open our season at Coral Gables. But, of course, right now, we have a huge preseason classic on the road versus Miami Booker T. Washington. That's part of our conversation today. We'll also hear from John Perry, uh, and he will tell us more about Booker T. Washington. 
our opponent Saturday at 4 p.m. in Miami. Uh, but right now, there's a lot that a tremendous amount of change from this time last year until, right. until today. In fact, from it's, this, from the from the time of our last game, our last broadcast uh, at the end of last season and today, in terms of a pocket football, big changes. It's been a lot of years since we've kicked off the season with a brand new coach. Right. In fact, we we never have actually since we've been doing the since games, we've been actually. doing the broadcast. That's right. Coach That's Darlington right. has been the head coach uh, for all of our broadcasts, which we began in 2012 which got off to a bang with a state championship. Nice way to start. Uh, yeah. uh, before we go further, I want to about our sponsors once again for our f- football broadcast on 1520 WBZW, and they include Baptiste Orthodontics. Dr. Andre Baptiste and the great people at Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to bracing the Blue Daughters for success in 2019. Florida Door Solutions, of course, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. Former Blue Daughter baseball player Mike Martin and Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Community Health Centers, Inc. Highland Funeral Home and Dr. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. And, of course, Porky's Barbecue Apopka. Do want to mention briefly before we went on air. In fact, that was reason that you know I was getting a little close. Had a great email exchange with Dr. Amy Davis, who of course is a Blue uh-huh. Daughter alum, uh, and she will once again be on board as a sponsor of Central. That's Fo- great with Central Florida Audiology of that our is, broadcast. That is fantastic. Really like her. Great business. She's an Apopka alum. She's a Popka. She's that's what I call pure Apopka. In fact, her dad and yeah. I, her dad Ronnie and I, played little league together. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, so that's great. Nice to have them on board and all the wonderful sponsors on board. Blue Darter football this year, our broadcast, Friday Night Lights. You know, I mean, it is really, it's what a big listen to program. I mean, not just here in Apopka, but from across the country. Uh, uh, Apopka alums, I know, get a hold of you and, and listening all over the place. In fact, yeah, I've got a great anecdote. I'll try to make it short, but it's something I, I definitely want to share with our listeners. It just It's an example of, of what you just mentioned, Pete. Last year, during one of our broadcasts, one of the early ones, I got a text um, or email post. I'm not sure because I try to check my phone you know, during the game from a great Apopka alum, Robert Christensen. He actually class of 63. And it was he, he sent a picture. He was in a high school football game uh, in Highlands, North Carolina, in the mountains of Highlands, North Carolina. He was wearing his, representing very well, he was wearing his Apopka Blue Darter t-shirt. <laughs> the fellow next to him, sitting, who he did not know, you know, a resident of North Carolina, said, so, so uh, do you, are, are you from Apopka? Uh, knowingly said, are you from Apopka? And um, Robert said, yeah, I am. He goes, boy, they've got a heck of a football program. <laughs> and the fellow yeah. um, turned, not only you know, was a guy living in North Carolina, Blue Daughter football and the tradition of excellence, but he was a former standout Florida Gator and member uh, NFL player for the New York Giants. <laughs> and you knew him. You know the you, I know when you heard his yeah, name, you're Lasky. like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. yeah Frank yeah. Lasky. Isn't that, what a super small <laughs> world. And so, but, so anyway, so. Yeah, obviously, Bob was so excited about that. He took a picture, which I still have, of him and Frank Lasky yeah. at this high school football game in North Carolina and contacted me with it via social media on the air. So I had a chance to, to give him a shout-out and, and yeah. right there as the broadcast took That's place. But that, that shows the, the reach, if you will, of the Blue Darter fans and the Blue Darter alumni around the country that, that listen to our broadcast. 
So, talking about new head coach, Jeff Rolson. I know you've had a chance to speak with him on several occasions already. But here we are. We're on the, the cusp of the actual beginning of throwing the ball and tackling and hiking and kicking and doing all that stuff out on a field with an opponent. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you feel is Jeff's uh, – uh, well, he's coming into it, of course, with super-duper experience. Uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about his background and and maybe looking at back and then looking forward. Yes, definitely. And, of course, John Perry will be joining us a little bit later, and he, he can talk extensively about Coach Rolson as well. But, yeah, Coach Rolson has very been very generous with his time for us at the radio station. Which is great. And, and, um, yeah, because that will be nice. We'll be able to set up our, like, Coach's Corner and everything like that. So that's really nice to be able to do that. That's always the case, too. People love that, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and one thing I've learned from him, he's very forthcoming. He's a very genuine guy. Genuine and authentic would be the first two words I would use to describe him. And uh, – but but in terms of his background, and one thing that's I'm kind of learning, you know, because he's a you know a, a, I would say a low key guy, you know, um, a lot of people aren't aware, even hardcore fans are not aware of his extensive background with a Popka Blue Darter football. Uh-huh. In fact, Coach Rolson came in the early Darlington years, and I'm not 100% sure if he was here with Coach Darlington his first season. I know definitely by Coach Darlington's season, and I'm talking about his Coach Darlington's first stint at a Popka because he had two he, – he, Coach Darlington had okay, two Okay, that's right, because he went up to, like, Valdosta and then came back. So, right? uh, okay. But I know going back at least to 1999 or 2000, Jeff Rolson has been a – a part, a big part of the Apopka Blue Darter football coaching staff. Yeah, in yeah. fact, he was the defensive coordinator on all four of our trips to the state finals. Uh, I mean, all three of our st- trips to the state finals, two of which we won state championships. Uh, well, I, excuse me. I keep forgetting about the one. Yeah, all four of our trips to the state finals, including 2001, Coach Rolson was our defensive coordinator, and he was the defensive coordinator for all three of our state championships. So that tells you something right there, first for starters. Right. He's got extensive history in the program, as, as he has, has shared with us, um, and also as he shared with John and the Apopka Chief. Um, you know, he um, much of what you see about the culture of Apopka Blue Rider football, and yeah, I kind of adopted the phrase of saying uh, during the Darlington era, Pop, uh, you know, our Popkiss program isn't just a, a program; it, it's a culture, uh-huh. and and Coach Rolson was instrumental in helping to build that culture. Many of the fundamental elements of of our Apopka Blue Rider football culture were, were were largely things that were heavily influenced by Coach Jeff Rolson. So he's certainly a, 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 has been an integral part of Apopka Blue Rider football, going back all the way to the year two thousand. Yeah, yeah. So that that bodes well. I mean, he knew where the locker rooms were. He knows where the bathrooms were. But best of all. He knows what's expected or expected or is the culture. Exactly. Yeah, he knows, knows the community, uh, loves the community. Yeah. You know, not everybody, you know, um, fits in, for lack of a better phrase, you know, in Apopka you know, or, even, or even likes it here. But, you know, he's here because he wants to be. He loves the Apopka community. He understands the Apopka community. Right. Great, uh, you know, uh, way of communicating. He's a great communicator. Um, so, anyway, that, those are all things that, that, I, that I've learned about him personally. But he's not a Darlington clone either. Right. Yeah, to I mean, say the got, least. In fact, I'd say he's a, a completely different plan. personality, you know, yeah. actually. So, yeah, that, and that's the thing I think that I find interesting for th- for people to look for. Uh, makes this whole thing kind of exciting. Is And, of course, as Coach Darlington was always the first one to say, and he was always so right, when you would ask him, what do you expect or what can we expect – would be I don't I don't know what to expect yeah. and he said right we don't we don't know we can't predict the future you know this is all speculation but but I I think one thing that makes it interesting is that 
part of the makeup of Coach Rolson is is a is continuity continuity with many of the fundamental elements of the program that we we know and would expect however seeing how he is he has his own strengths and uh, weaknesses he has his own you know uh, priorities there will be things that are different yeah so yeah. seeing how how what how, what that looks like it, it, I think it's, it's pretty fascinating what it looks like on the field but I know that uh, the students I know the players uh, student athletes are just really endearing themselves him I mean this is that is a, the, the combination there the chemistry strong from what I hear Definitely, um, you know, great communi- a great communicator, and uh, has has a love and a heart for, for, for the players certainly, and and has and has a, a love for for connecting with the various you know people in, in the community as yeah. well. And I, personally, I, I think that's important. I think that's that's a fundamental uh, you know component to success um, at Apopka. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll um, yeah we'll see how it all all begins to play out on the field. We're probably we're up on another break here, but uh, of course when we come back later in our program. We look forward to being joined by John Perry here in just a moment. But when we come back later, um, and as we talk to John, maybe we, we'll talk about what, what we've actually seen so far. Right. Because we actually you, you have a little bit of a, a, body, a body of work, actually. Right. The Oviedo scrimmage. And uh, so we want to get your take on that. We'll talk to John from, about from, that from as well. last spring. Yep, exactly. So that's right. They had the spring. So we've seen a little Which bit of that, too. Co- we covered. We broadcast. There. Yeah. So there is something of a body of work. There's some meat for us to talk about. <laughs> and then after the game Saturday, our Apopka Blue Daughter Football Preview Part 2, which will be you know, here next Friday night when everybody else is playing, uh-huh. uh, we'll have a lot more meat because we'll have a have a whole football game yeah, uh, yeah. To, to talk about. Fantastic. Well, friends, we're going to take another at Porky's. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined today by Pete Paquette. Uh, when we come back, we look to, forward to being joined by John Perry on the phone on today's Apopka Blue Rider Football Preview Part 1. And, of course, I want to remind you about our wonderful sponsors, and they are Baptiste Orthodontics, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Amy Davis, and Central Florida Audiology, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, Community Health Centers, Inc., Highland Funeral Home, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BirdFatOrlando.com, and of course, Porky's. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. And welcome back to the Blue Darter Football Preview Part 1. Pleased to be joined by Pete Paquette today. Joe is on special assignment, but it's great to have Pete joining us. Always love it when Pete's up here to join us um, at Porky's. And beautiful here on the front porch right now. Great, beautiful day. A lot of folks coming in for some great, great barbecue for lunch on this Friday. And, of course, uh, Pete does double, triple, quadruple, quintuple duty at the station. He's actually the operations manager for our entire cluster of radio stations uh, at our parent company, Salem Media Group, and also uh, has very skilled in production, and a lot of the commercials that you actually hear are are the handiwork of of Pete Paquette. It's fun. It's a versatile guy. (laughs) In fact, specifically, you'll be hearing, uh, as I mentioned, was pleased, excited to mention uh, that Dr. Amy Dave for audiology will be joining us once again as a sponsor. Um, you know, 
Pete worked with Dr. Davis on, on her commercial. Just that's an example of just one yeah, of them. Yeah, one of the many. So uh, no, that's great to have her back too. So. And before we we got John Perry on the line now, before we go to John, I want to once again remind you about our our sponsors. Baptiste Orthodontics is back again this year. In fact, as you know, Baptiste Orthodontics sponsored the entire complement of Blue Darter Athletics on 1520 WBZW over the past school year and now headed into a brand new school year. Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. A Popka Moore, an equipment repair and former Blue Darter baseball player, Mike Martin, Community Health Centers, Inc., Flint Funeral Home, and Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, excuse me, and BurnFatOrlando.com, and of course, Porky's. Now let's go to John Perry on today's Apopka Blue Rider Football Preview Part 1. Hello, John. Thank you for uh, for joining us. Uh, we had mentioned that you're toiling away there in seclusion, you know, holed up in your office <laughs> on the uh, upcoming uh, Apopka Chief Football Preview. So I appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us on the on the radio. Oh, guys, glad to be here, Roger. Yeah, things are working out well with the special section that will be in next week. Uh, edition of the Apocalypse. So, so I'm, I'm okay time-wise. We're, we're doing pretty good right now. Well, you know, a lot to talk about, actually, you know, and we're very pleased to have you share your insights. And uh, first of all, what can you tell us? Um, well, a question that I'm getting a lot, I know that you're getting it. Um, you will be traveling, as we've been talking, to Miami Saturday, tomorrow. Um, yeah, this is Friday. <laughs> um to play Booker T. Washington of Miami, which is truly a, a nationally uh, a national power in football, but a lot and it's a big deal down there in Miami. It's part of a lot of other festivities. It's a big doubleheader. There's another game with two outstanding nationally recognized programs after our game. But um, you know, the, the question that I'm having a lot of people ask, I know that you are as well, is how did this all come about? Well, <laughs> I, it, it's odd because the two guys. Uh, set this all up uh, are no longer uh, an employee of the Popka High School. Uh, uh, athletic Director Russell Wobbles, who was, was just, you know, left at the end of last and football head coach Rick Darlington, who left uh, after last football season to, to uh, of course, he's now up in Enterprise, Alabama, and the high school there. And, and Russell Wombles is doing something that's similar to what he was doing in terms of uh, working with coaches and education and that kind of thing. But uh, so both of those guys uh, are, are, you know, they, they schedule this and then get down. So, um, but anyway, bottom line, I really don't know how it all came about. I just never asked. Uh, but these things happen sometimes. And, you know, probably always had trouble getting. Uh, regular season games, much less the, the preseason games or spring jamborees or games. So, anyway, bottom line is it, it worked out, and, and I know, I'm sure, from the competitive standpoint, of why why they scheduled it. Uh, you know, Booker T. is one. They were one of the two programs, I think, in the state that has won four state championships in a row. Uh, so, you know, that, that obviously just doesn't happen uh, very often. Uh, there may be a couple more, but I know there's a, only a handful of uh, programs that have won four titles in a row. Uh, they, from there, they were a little down last year, record-wise. Uh, I think they were about maybe six and five or something like that. They'd make the uh, they're, they're a class 418, and I'm going to, you know, pop this 8A, and you think, oh, God, no way, but... 
when, the, when they put their top 22 guys out there, they can play with anybody, anywhere in high school. And, and so, um, you know, but now there's an, another wrinkle, as, as you know, that uh, Tim Harris Sr., with Harris Jr., who's also a coach down that way, but Tim Harris Sr., uh, resigned his head coaching position right about the beginning of, of fall football practice in late July and is now going to be the, from what I understand, is going to be the new head coach at football coach at Florida Memorial in a IA school down in Miami. Last fielded a football team in 1957, I believe. And so they're resurrecting their program and he's going to be the head coach uh, he and, and then uh, the coach at uh, Miami Carroll City, I believe it is, also over to, to be on the coaching staff there, so at Florida Memorial. But they're going to field the first team next year in 2020. So, you know, you need about a year to get, at least a year to get this thing, this stuff up and running. running. And so, anyway, bottom line is their head coach is, is gone, but I don't know that they'll see any changes from from Booker T. Uh, you know, I'm assuming they uh, moved the assistant coach up to at least interim status, if not regular full head coach status. But, uh, you know, they're all going to be on the same book. There's not going to be a lot of, of things, uh, you know, now. How that will affect them, I don't know. Maybe leadership standpoint, maybe it affects them. I don't know. But from an X and O standpoint, I, I don't see it changing anything. But you wouldn't have time to change it. Uh, other than maybe tweak some stuff here and there. But, uh, you know, Booker uh, T is a great, great no matter what happens, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow. And anyway, uh, it'll be an interesting interesting outing. Hopefully the weather will cooperate in terms of rain, the lightning. Uh, you know, we've had so much up here that uh, I'm almost gun shy about even uh, the, the situation and getting played again. And so I'll be leaving in the morning. The football team left to head down there. They've been posted down there. But I have a 14th dinner at the Dave and Buster's down that way and, and uh, this evening. And so, anyway, it, it should be a fun time. Uh, hopefully the football park will be fun as well. We're speaking with John Perry on today's special edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. It's the popular Blue Darter football preview part one. Coming to you, of course, live from the front porch at Porky's Peak. Paquette's joining me today. And, um, John, now, you know, you, I would say, probably, if, if and if not probably, um, I mean, and I say probably not probably, um, definitely know Coach Rolson and have more insight into him than anybody, anybody literally else. What can you share with us? What should uh, fans look to expect from, from, from Coach Rolson and from the team? Well, it's the the actual play on the on the field probably won't be a lot different than than what folks are used to. They, they still they still look to be tough and physical and, and play hard and, and do the fun. You know, they'll still have the discipline uh, thought process going on. It may be applied differently or uh, applied differently may not be the correct term, but. Uh, a different way of, of netting it out uh, because of the personality difference with Darlington and Jeff Olson. And is anybody who knows them, they are, are pretty much opposites in personality. Uh, Jeff's a lot quieter than, than Rick and, and just the way he expresses himself and, and in other ways. But uh, 
that doesn't mean the bottom line discipline and or football on the field, off the field stuff is going to be appreciably different, uh, be done a little differently. Uh, you know, from standpoint, uh, they want to be able to throw the ball some more. That's, that's still a, a work in progress. It's very much a work in progress. Uh, they're going to have to, to, to run the ball in the scrimmage last Saturday. Roger, you saw the, the when they the running game kind of got going a little bit, and especially uh, there the second half uh, they moved or second quarter out of the two quarters they moved to more of the single wing and and running some plays out of that. That just fits the pop go, you know, like a hand in, in glove there. So uh, you know now they get a couple of. of uh, offensive linemen, their best offensive linemen, uh, Calvin Cozial and Antonio Weather, Merriweather, uh, are back. Uh, and, you know, it's going to, they're going to come up against a good defense this week, but, uh, you know, they, they'll get a good, and, and no matter how, you know, I'm sure it'll be a fairly fun thing, a low scoring game, uh, just because the pocket defense is, is very good and, and, uh, don't know what we'll get out of Booker T, but uh, if a Popka can, can get a good rush on the quarterback and contain him, then he's pretty good. And, uh, you know, they don't give up anything big in the back end. Uh, I think Pop will be able to hang with, with Booker T for, you know, quite a while. Obviously, the offense, Jeff Wilson said, it's going to be able to put the ball on the ground and, and recover from that type of thing. So, got to keep turnovers to a minimum. But, uh, you know, the, back to your original question, the, the, the team is going to, they're going to try to throw the ball a little more. The defense will be better uh, this year than it has been. I think the defense is actually good, uh, especially if all you can do is run the ball. You can't pass the ball, you're not going to move against this team. Uh, for any for any practical uh, amount of, of yardage, so um, but uh, you know when you're sitting in the stands watching the team on Friday night, eh, it might look a little different. But to the to the casual fan, it might not look any different because uh, although the defense the, the games might be lower scoring because the offense is still a work in progress and the defense is very outstanding for a possible. Thank you, Rick. Great insight and assessment. And uh, before we go to our break and let you get back to your, your work there, I, I just had a couple questions that I, I personally am curious about, and I'm sure fans are curious about as well. And this would talk about you know possible changes, um, you know, you know, around the edges, not fundamental changes, but um, two things. One, do now as I understand it. The the Hoka Hay I, I you know, saying if you will or a rallying cry you know, that was certainly brought to here by Coach Darlington and, if I'm not, and I, I had heard that 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 you know that's not going to stick around. Can you share about that situation? I, I honestly, Roger, uh, haven't particularly seen it, but uh, you know, I haven't asked about it because. <clears throat> I don't know. It's, to me, it, it is one of the most very much intertwined has become intertwined in the Apopka football program, and I think that they will, informally at least, I, I don't see it going away. Uh, it might. From a formal standpoint, I know Enterprise is using it uh, on Twitter and social media and whatnot, uh, some other other situations. I know. Some clothing, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah just, I've had some people ask me, and I, I know that question is out there, so I, just, I, you know, I wanted to go to the yeah. to the primary I, source. No, I Interesting. Yeah, I have no idea, uh, Roger. Exactly. Uh, okay, okay. Just, just didn't want to get it get it wrong. I didn't want to you know, have have it wrong. So, um, and and then one other thing is this is probably something that that, that I guess a lot of fans of certainly everybody who ever played for Coach D is 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 intensely aware of, and it was a big part of the the program from an internal point of view. Uh, the pit the, is the pit going to remain under Coach Rolson? You know, I have. <laughs> Well, that's a good old pit. The pit is still there, physically. Uh, you know, and and, I have and just for just for our listeners, the pit is where uh, players that shall we say weren't you know performing up to expectations, if you will, uh, or other things uh, you know were sent you know <laughs> essentially. And from what I understand, anytime I ever ask anybody about it or hear them talk about it, the look the the look of horror on their face just at the word of the the mention of the pit <laughs> t- pretty yeah. much told you no, everything. Not the- it's basic. The pit is basically a, a drainage ditch, for lack of a better term, that rarely has water in it. Of course, it may now uh, because of all the rain we've got, but it, it, it didn't carry water, but it's just kind of a, like a retention area, but it was mostly dry all the time. And so, play, you know, like you say, if they weren't performing up to expectations, either from a football standpoint and or a discipline standpoint, that was sometimes the... Uh, you roll down the thing and then run up the next end and roll back down and go back and forth and that kind of thing. So it was just the most pleasant thing. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I haven't seen anybody in the pit. I, you know, who knows? Uh, there again, that's not something I haven't even thought about. The hook hate thing I've thought about from time to time, just not at the right time to ask. Uh, the pit I haven't even thought about. Uh, but it's, it's there. I guess it's always a threat. Uh, <laughs> And, and so, yeah, there's, there's some, some pretty good players who, have, who spent some time in the pit. I, I do remember one time Jeremy Gallon spent some time in the pit there on a Friday afternoon, like, uh, you know, a couple hours before the uh, game that night. So there was something there that uh, off the field kind of thing that uh, wasn't a, a major deal, but uh, that was just the way that uh, Rick Darlington, uh, you know, uh, dealt with it. Was, uh, go get it over. It's kind of like the kid who... Stick your tongue out at his parents, you know. Of course, these days, if you were to give him a couple whacks on the on the rear end, you might end up uh, in handcuffs. But uh, you know, good discipline thing. So you know, it's it's there. I guess it's always going to be a threat. Uh, how much it's used now, we'll just have to see. And it's just kind of an aside, curious aside there. But anyway, it went to t- you. Check on that since we had your the benefit of your wisdom. Well, anyway, John, thank you for joining us, and uh, we love look forward to seeing you tomorrow down in Miami. Yeah, well, uh, just FYI, I'll be updating on Twitter, uh, and, and I don't because of everything I'm doing. I don't. I'm not able to update plays. Uh, uh, mostly just scoring, and if there's not a lot of scoring, there won't be a lot of updating. I mean, if uh, those who want to know, my Twitter handle is at Apopka John. And so, uh, you know, I will be doing that and, and trying to trying to get the message out uh, that way uh, because of uh, just with everything going on, that, that's the easiest way for me to do it. Definitely, I encourage all Blue Darters, if, if you're not at the game, to check out Adapopka John for, for updates from John Perry tomorrow starting at 4 p.m. Blue Darters on the road at Booker T. Washington from Traz Powell Stadium in Miami. Well, thank you, John, for joining us. Friends, we're going to go to a quick break. You. 
When we come back, Pete and I will continue to be with you on today's Apopka Blue Darter Football Report, Part 1. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live, of course, from the front porch at Porky's. Of course. Roger Franken-Williams here with Pete Paquette. And our Friday started off just right. This is a great way to do it, too, right here on the front porch. Beautiful weather. Really nice. That rain has been kind of out west of here. It's not moved here yet. It's a little bit of a breeze and some clouds, even. Yeah, this is a really nice out here. So great food, great way to kick off your weekend. I can't believe we're sitting here on August the 16th, and it's very comfortable, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's not not stifling. So great to come out and uh, and join us. We don't have much more time on the program, though, but but great conversation with John Peary. Always great e- insight. He's a great authority and a great resource for yeah, us. Sure is, sure is great. So, so that's really nice. But what what do you what do you see? You you saw them play the Blue Darters and Oviedo doing a scrimmage the uh, the other day. You've seen them kind of in action in scrimmage type format. You know, shirts and skins, so to speak. What do you? Um, what's your assessment? Well, we, we we covered it. We did the spring jamboree. Did the yeah, spring set. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the jamboree is basically just a, a a spring game. We get two opponents. We played a half versus uh, Atlantic uh, for, out of Jacksonville, and we played a half versus Jacksonville Reigns, who is a, another dominant state power right. along the lines of Booker T. Washington, who we're playing tomorrow in Miami. Um, I'll give, give you my Reader's Digest version, and, and it's very similar t- to John's, is that the defense, and I'll even be a little a little more over the top than, than John, the defense is just off the charts good yeah. from, from what I've seen you know now who knows whether that'll continue translate the season or not but I'm, I'm expecting it will and the defense is literally well, Rolson's it, a defensive guy though right, I mean right. that, that's, yeah, that's his strength his strength is defense his pa- his passion and his strength are defense right. uh, Darlington's passion and strength w- 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 was offense so that, that'll be a, you know and of course that, that's going to have to I, I think obviously that'll that'll affect the, you know the, the, the team on the field uh, it's one thing to look for. But what we've seen, the defense is just literally stifling. I mean, it's like hitting a, a brick wall. And we've got, you know, and I, of course, I, you know, we all don't like to overhype players, you know, <laughs> keep them from getting a big head or whatever. But what I've seen thus far, Jalen Carter is, it, 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 it has, you know, it certainly has the opportunity to be one, one of the best players in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's already there talent wise. Um, but in terms of what he's done on the field and, in the spring jamboree that we that we witnessed, and in the, right, right. In the scrimmage last week, the guy is just dominant. He he will, you know, in the way that Lawrence Taylor used to affect an offense game plan around Lawrence Taylor. Teams had to structure their game plan to to account for Lawrence Taylor. He was that disruptive. I see, I can see Jalen Carter being that same kind of presence. Got to build the team around him a little and bit. And he's a defense, playing defense on now. He's so versatile. He's played many different positions. He, his primary position, once again, talking offense and defensive priorities, Coach D primarily used him on offense as, as the blocking back. Yeah. And okay. he started there as a freshman. Um, and, and then, by the way, the guy's 6'5", 265. Um, yeah. and, he, and he looks a lot. Oh. And he looks a lot bigger than that. Um, 
and, and as Coach Darlington used to say, there's not an ounce of fat on him. You know, he, he's just a huge, massive block of granite. So definitely a guy to look to uh, for success there. This who year. has extraordinary athletic ability. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's not natural or, or not nor- natural for a guy that big to have the kind of quickness and agility that he's got. I mean, the That's guy huge. is literally just uh, an, yeah. an, amo- yeah. an anomaly as a human being. Yeah, you're right. Ability. A lot of times you find those guys that big are kind of clumsy a little bit. Maybe they can do this. Maybe they can do that. But he, he runs, catches, throws, blocks. He, he's got a good head for the game, right? He was utilized at, at tight yeah. end. Yeah. I mean, it, and it was a great receiver, great hands. Yeah. Uh, you know, very athletic. He could catch balls, uh, pick, pick balls out of the air that weren't perfect passes. Uh, he can run. Uh, at, you know, he can run with the football. He actually scored about a 75-yard touchdown at, uh, from scrimmage against Evans two years ago. The, I mean, you know, the versatile doesn't even begin to tell the story with him. However, his natural position, after all that we've said about offense, is actually on de- defense, defense as, okay. as a defensive lineman. And I think that's where Coach Rolson has been primarily using him. And, and what I've seen with my own eyes, he's just absolutely been been off the charts. So he's dominant. one of the strengths of the defense. One of the primary players. And one of the reasons oh, oh, the defense the, the, has been the, so successful the primary, so far. The primary player, without a doubt. Now, having okay. said that, there are a lot of other really good players on defense. A lot of them. Um, our cornerbacks are, are returning starters. I can't imagine any high school football team in Florida having two cornerbacks as good as we've got. I hope a pair of them. One of them, Anthony Fielding, started as a freshman. He'll be a senior now, so he's going to be a four-year starter. Wow. Okay. And the kid is an outstanding cover man, and he's a great tackler. You don't always get that combination of defensive backs. It's almost like the stereotype for defensive backs are either a great cover guy and a poor tackler or a great tackler and a poor <laughs> cover guy. And we've certainly had our share of, of, of both of those profiles. That's but, true. Um, That's true. You know, he, he's a, he's a, he's a a shutdown corner in terms of coverage, and he's a he's a, a very uh, hard nosed tackler as well. So that's Anthony Feelings uh, again as a four year. The other corner is Nakai Martinez. Uh, he is a product of Coach Mark Washington's coach at basketball program, actually at a Popka Middle School. We interviewed him as a basketball player right here at Porky's <laughs> a couple years ago for Coach Mark Washington. But he started as a freshman last year, so he's and he's a, an outstanding talent. So those are just that's those are just two on our defense. So I expect the defense to be. I, I think we can expect our defense to be very very good. Offense, as John said, is. Still a work in progress from what I've seen. That's a charitable assessment. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but anyway, let, let's, yeah. just, let's just leave it well, at hopefully, that. Hopefully they've been working on some stuff, <laughs> and we'll find out tomorrow where it's all heading. So fantastic. Great show today, Roger. Thanks for inviting me along. Uh, thanks for being here, Pete. And, and friends, go ahead and have a great Friday. And, of course, we'll be giving you updates uh, from the game tomorrow at Miami uh, via social media. And John Perry will as well. Thanks for joining us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.